What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And man, <laughs> you guys, I'm so excited for today's episode. This is one that we've wanted to do for a while. Um, we have on my celebrity lookalike, the amazing <laughs> Jesse Rogers. You might know my joke um, where I talk about my friend Jay having seen, um, I think I changed Jay's name in the joke. But it's my friend Jay who said that my celebrity lookalike is this porn star named Jessie Rogers. And when I Googled her, you know, it was her doing some pretty hardcore anal. And the, the joke is that I got a little weirded out knowing that my friend Jay saw that and was like, you know who this reminds me of? You know, old gape and butthole Kel Saru. So once that video went online, then it made its way to Jessie and then we have now connected on Instagram and uh, just thought it would make for a very fascinating podcast episode to talk about her life. And she, she was great. So mm-hmm. um, without further ado, here is our interview with Jesse Rogers. Jesse Rogers. Yay. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. Hello. So excited to Jessie. be here. <laughs> so full so disclosure, cool. <laughs> full disclosure for people who are watching on YouTube, we just started the Zoom, and as soon as I saw what Jesse was wearing, I was like, "Hold on, I have that exact <laughs> same outfit," and I went and put it on because, I mean, if we're gonna be twins, we might as well be full right. Twins <laughs> really lean into it. Um, but now that your hair, because is your hair naturally brunette? No, I was actually 
blonde growing up and it just gradually started getting darker as I got older and at first I did I got some highlights and stuff and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna let it go natural yeah it was damaging it too much (laughs) it can be a lot I know um yeah because when I first heard about you your your hair was pretty much same color as my hair and so you and I used to look like even more (laughs) (laughs) like um so I'll give I'll give a little bit of a backstory I'm sure I'll talk about this in the intro too but um the reason I had heard about you was because one of my friends um Jay told me that my celebrity lookalike was this porn star named Jesse Rogers yeah (laughs) I googled you you know as if I'm sure when you google image any porn star most of the first images that pop up are like you know sex. (laughs) So one of the first ones that popped up, I think was you doing anal. And my friend who had texted me that, like, and I've always had a platonic relationship. And so I was laughing to myself, like, what, like you saw those photos. Right. (laughs) Gape and butthole Kelsaroo. Like that's, that's my girl. And so, and I didn't know that you had seen any of my jokes about that and then mm. I think somebody screenshotted you posting one of my clips in your stories being like who is this girl I've seen her like joking about this before yeah and you and I connected yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I asked one of my or yeah I posted in my stories I think I was like someone needs to introduce us or something yeah <laughs> and then yeah that's how we connected <laughs> So how did you first find, like, did you just stumble on one of the videos um, on Instagram or were people tagging you? Like, how did that happen? Um, my my husband on occasion will Google my stage name and uh-huh. he, he found it and showed it to me and we, we were both cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then awesome. I was like, oh, I need to meet her. <laughs> I know. It's so funny to... I feel this like weird bond with you. And yet this is the first time we've ever talked. But (laughs) man, I have so, I'm sure Delaney, you do too. So many questions for you. Um, I also, this was, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, I had kind of looked into your life more and read a really interesting interview that you did about getting out of porn and and that whole experience. And so, um, yeah, we'd love to, talk to you more about that yeah. and all that. So um, <laughs> what, how old were you when you started into porn? I, <clears throat> I was 18. So I did my first real shoot pretty much the day after I turned 18. Wow. Um, but <laughs> okay. I actually sat down and talked with an agent when I was 17. So. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you were young. Yeah. Yeah. I was very yeah. young. Okay. Um, and I retired at 19. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Quite a career. Just like got in, got out. Yeah. Kept it moving. I know that. What, what kind of, what led to that decision? What led you to saying, yes, I'm going to try this out? So I had experience in, with modeling. I got my first modeling contract in New York when I was 11 years old. 
And I, I had like basically looked the same from 11 to 17. Like I, I grew really fast. Oh, okay. Um, so I had experience doing that. And then I always kind of had an interest in doing some nude modeling, like Playboy or Penthouse or whatever. Um, but she sat down with me. Well, the initial emails, she didn't say it was porn. But when she sat down with me, she did say like, oh, basically it's porn. And then she handed me a sheet where it said like, gg bg bggg whatever i was like i don't know what this is but sure i'll do it all (laughs) very (laughs) open-minded so you did it for like a year yeah i did it for about a year um i did a lot in a year actually um i jumped around with agents and the last well the second agent that I had the first agent that I had sorry I signed the contract with her when I was 17 so the contract wasn't really a contract and then the second agent that I had um he couldn't keep up with my bookings like he would double sometimes triple book me in a day and we would you know have to try to move things around (laughs) And porn, I would imagine porn's not one of those things where like you would want a heavy schedule in a day. It's like, oh yeah, no, no. Uh, There was one time where I had like, I wasn't aware of the guy and I was really sore the next day and I had another big guy and I was like, how am I going to handle this? So I just, I, I, I put vodka in a water bottle <laughs> and I went to set that way and it was actually a live stream. So I ended up getting wasted in a live stream <laughs> oh and God. they were pretty upset with me because I was all sloppy and stuff, but I was like, oh, it's my agent's fault. I'm already sore. I don't want to be. Yeah, also like you try to take this dick (laughs) what else am I supposed to do right now it's a lot of work yeah I I tried getting another agent that I thought was more professional because he had like bigger named girls and stuff like that but he ended up just being like a complete asshole and um, he was actually like on several news outlets like outed his name is Derek Hay for like pimping and stuff like that oh my god Um, Jesus yeah he I never did that with him but he did try to manipulate me in other ways and so um, you know my dumb ass had signed a five-year contract with him and so in my head I was like well I there's no way for me to keep doing porn without him and I don't want to keep making him money. So, and you know, some other stuff happened, but that was like the foundation that started me for me to want to get out. Okay. Yeah. Did you feel during your time doing porn that you had some positive experiences? I mean, I would assume if you did it for a year that there were times where you were like, Right. This is I'm I'm enjoying this career path. I'm going to keep doing this for a while. Like what were what were some experiences that you enjoyed 
Yeah, there were definitely positive experiences. I I think that if I had gone in with my eyes open and gone independent and not gotten so many people involved in my career, then I think it would have been mostly positive and I would probably still be doing it in some way. Um, I mean, well, I kind of am like through OnlyFans, but it's more like I'm my own producer, own director and stuff like that. But I'm saying like occasionally working for other companies. Um, Your body paint stuff is really cool. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There were, I think actually like the companies that seem to be the roughest are actually the ones that treated me the best Mm. like yeah a lot of I don't know if I can say the the company's name or on here yeah you don't have to okay whatever you want to do um like kink.com uh they they're like very heavy bdsm type of stuff and i always had positive experience working for them so if you hadn't signed that contract with that one person that was like a five-year thing you may be still doing it in a more mainstream way instead of an independent way perhaps um i i think so well not in the way that I, I did it. You know, I, I I did shot so many scenes within that year. I think I would maybe like occasionally, maybe a few times a year, just shoot a, a couple of scenes for a company, maybe like just a solo or girl, girl, because, you know, I'm married now, but <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and that's a whole other series of questions I want to <laughs> yes. ask about, like your husband and, and yeah. all of that. Um, so you must have had a very successful year that you did porn because I do feel like you are pretty well known, you right. know, especially yeah. for like only having done it a year and however many years ago that was. Um, right. So I asked what some of the positive experiences were. What were what were some of the negative ones? if you feel comfortable talking about it on, on set. Um, I, I had a, a girl that I had been planning this shoot with for a while and she was a little bit newer than me, but she, she was getting popular pretty quickly and we planned to do a girl, girl shoot together. And I was like, I'm so excited, whatever. We were both excited and, she was very hardcore and so she brought like these huge toys to set and I I I was like okay well she must know how to use it if they're her her toys (laughs) right right and um and then I was like okay yeah whatever you know uh she literally the first position that we get into I'm in doggy and she rams her like huge rippled glass toy inside my butt and I'm like trying to pull away but she's just like pounding and going and then I'm like okay I can't I can't stop 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 and then I sit down on the bed and I think the sheets were 
white or beige some light color but like I scoot over and I'm like I see blood all over the sheets I'm like oh fuck she just fucked my bookings for the next month oh my god what did you what did you do did you have to go to the doctor like is it just one of those things that like you just had to give it time and it healed on its own yeah I just I mean my I soak in Epsom salt all all the time so that's Mm -hmm. my cure for everything so I just I stayed home and soaked in Epsom salt for about a month yeah oh my god I'm so sorry I get but it's crazy to think that I mean, I've, I've never been in the adult entertainment industry, but I feel like that's pretty common sense not to do that to somebody, (laughs) right? Like that doesn't, I don't understand where that person's thinking was. Um, Did she apologize? Did she just not know what she was doing? Did she do it on purpose? Like, what do you think happened? She, she did apologize. Um, She was kind of embarrassed. She, yeah, but I was actually dating someone in the industry at the time, another male performer. And I went home and told him about it. And he was like, I think she wanted to do that to you because I don't know, jealousy or something. Mm. It didn't make any sense to me because um, usually people are categorized into something like blonde or you know girl next door and she wasn't she didn't fit any of the categories that I I fit into other than being a little bit more freaky like she was heavily tattooed like dark super jet black hair Mm -hmm. I was like we're not even competition (laughs) like what right to be jealous about man (laughs) well because like you said it you were like, well, now I can't, I have to cancel all these bookings and that's your income. That's such a scary part of it that you have to give so much trust to this person that could Mm -hmm. potentially like she, she hurt you. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. So you've contributed to so much change in Mm -hmm. the industry. Can you share a bit about that experience and what came out of it? What were you able to change? Um, nothing. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anything came out of it, really. Uh, <laughs> they, so I worked with AHF for a few months. And yeah. what was the other guy, the politician? I can't even remember his name. He had me come to Sacramento a couple of times and, and testify um but the bill didn't get passed Mm. so yeah I mean it's fine I think it worked out for the best um because the industry changed as well a lot more people are independent and able to call the shots with how much they work or who they work with and stuff like that so yeah, I, I feel like it definitely spread awareness at the very right. end that you're yeah. going after something like that. So if you could snap your fingers and and everything could be put in place that you think would benefit the industry and and you know adult entertainers, what would that look like? What kind of policies would they have or regulations? I think the most important thing, and and I I see this happening with with OnlyFans too is 
like stop painting this unrealistic picture of the industry where you only talk about like how much money you can make and all of the pros like when I try to talk about it I I try to give people a realistic perspective like there's pros and cons to everything in life including this industry and um what happens a lot of the times when they want to make money off of younger girls is they'll only paint up this certain picture like oh yeah you can make 20 to 30 thousand dollars a month and like your family isn't gonna find out and like all of this bullshit um that's what that first agent did to me and I I see some some create some OnlyFans creators try to do that um like on on certain platforms like TikTok and stuff like that just to get referral codes like just to make a percentage off of a Mm -hmm. referral code um yeah I don't do that it's I think it's best that people know what they're getting themselves into before they do it I like I saw this 18 year old girl crying on TikTok and she was like oh someone just blackmailed me about my OnlyFans and they're gonna tell my family and she's like I'm so sick of seeing all of these creators say that your family isn't gonna find out and like paint this picture without sharing all of these potential consequences and so I think that would be a good start (laughs) like stop trying to hoover these young girls who don't even have their frontal lobe fully developed and aren't fully uh, experienced in being an adult and weighing out all of these potential consequences and be more open about both the pros and the cons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Yeah. Did you feel like when you got into porn at 18 that you you knew for sure you were going to be comfortable forever with those videos being on the internet? Like, do you still feel comfortable? I mean, I guess now, you you know, you do OnlyFans and stuff. Right. Do you still feel pretty comfortable, like, even at 18 that you you knew what you were doing? Um... <sighs> I mean, as, as far as the, the nude stuff, I, I did want to do that. 
the more hardcore stuff, I don't know. I wasn't fully aware. And yeah, the, the woman that talked to me, she, she was like, Oh no, you, you'll have a stage name. Like people aren't going to find out. I'm like, mm. now that I, I think about it, I'm like, she really said that when like I was on these mainstream platforms, like bang bros and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't gonna find out. Well, yeah. You're not in like some full Halloween costume with like a you know Jason the killer mask over your head. Like it's you. It's your right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, you talked about, you know, you're married now. How how does your husband feel about um those like like the only fan stuff or the the past porn is was that an interesting conversation to have with him like did he already know that when he met you or did he find out once you guys started dating <laughs> i walked around in life just assuming everyone knew mm. and i assumed that he knew but i guess he didn't so i did have to sit down and have that conversation with him and how far into dating um did you guys have that conversation? I think he was like on date three. Okay. Yeah. And what was his reaction to it? He, he said he had like, he had an inkling that I did something like that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what, did you, what were you doing on date number one and two? <laughs> yeah, I was like, she's really good in bed. Like, this like, is the best in ever, bed. right? <laughs> I mean, has, has since you've left, I'm sure there's been a point in your life with interactions that people have found out, you know, about your former career. Have have do they treat you a certain way once they find that out, or or do people really not find that out now? I had uh, several like normal jobs. I think one of my other supervisors knew because um, we were standing at this convention uh I was selling outdoor renovations to people super random job I know <laughs> but what a 180 <laughs> um some guy came up to me and my coworker, and he said something like oh there were two different people that were here yesterday and my coworker said, oh, yeah, we we swapped out teams. And then the guy said, oh, you got the all-star team here today. And then my coworker just turned around and started, like, busting out laughing. And so I was like, hmm, I think he knows. Oh, <laughs> that has to be a strange feeling yeah. for somebody to, for you to, like, suspect that somebody knows but not know for sure. And then, like, not converse about it I mean I feel like a little weird even as a comic where you don't know I just had an experience where um I've been visiting a a family member who's ill right now and I've seen this particular nurse several times in the past few weeks and it wasn't until a couple days ago that she was like by the way like I, I really love your comedy and you're like oh like it's so weird when you don't like you haven't known that entire time you've been talking to them that they know right. who you are, but they've known who you are. Right. You yeah. know, it's always like, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Yeah. So now with the OnlyFans stuff, 
how does that differ for you than your past? I mean, I'm sure you feel more in control now and like you get to produce your own content. And is that, are you really enjoying it? Do you feel like passionate about it? Is it a fun, exciting thing to do? Yeah. Um, pretty much everything that you just said, I feel completely more in control. I get to set my own hours. I get to choose what I'm going to create. And if I don't feel good that day, then, you know, I just don't shoot anything. Um, (laughs) I don't have an agent in my ear, like saying, trying to manipulate me saying, you know, right. Oh, your payments last month were really low. You have to go blah, blah, blah. Like, (laughs) yeah, maybe go do something that you don't really want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have so much power now, which must be really nice. Yeah. Um, Are there any like misconceptions about sex workers, adult film stars, you know, any, just the industry in general that you wish the general public knew? I think People, people think that most sex workers or maybe even all sex workers are like these crazy drug addict or like having fucking swinger orgy parties. (laughs) And most of us are just like fucking quirky homebodies that we like to express our sexuality, but we're like a little bit more introverted in other ways too. So, yeah. (laughs) That's so, that's such an interesting perspective. We just did an episode on um, extroverts versus introverts. Right. And yeah, I, I guess I would assume that most porn stars are extroverts because it's such a vulnerable public thing to do. And so that's, yeah, that's fascinating to know that you, do you feel like you're an introvert? I would call myself more of an ambivert, which is like, you have a mixture of both. Yeah. We just, I think Delaney and I both feel that we're ambiverts too. I feel like it's probably a pretty small part of the population that is truly like a full introvert or or a full extrovert. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's interesting, you know, people even have misconceptions about comedians thinking they must be so extroverted. They must be like the Mm. life of the party and the bit, you know, and it's like, then they meet one and it's like, they're in the corner by themselves. Like not (laughs) wanting to talk to people. (laughs) So it's so interesting to hear that. Um, What are your, like, what are your interests or hobbies like kind of outside of your work? What do you like to do like in your day to day? Um, I I love going out in nature. Uh, we've been going out on on trail walks and hikes at at least twice a week. Yeah, since the nice. pandemic started, so that's a huge part of the routine now. <laughs> yeah, that's become a big part of a lot of people's routine. Yeah, <laughs> this is more for me in our years of my twinning. Um, yeah. You have one of the best asses I've ever seen in my entire life. How can you help me and our listeners have, like, are there exercises you do? Or is that just like a gift? I, I think it, it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Okay. A mixture Reverse of nurture. You get a little, yeah. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. What, I, there are particular like squats you do or something like you, the people want to know. We, we want to know how, how to even try to get. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hiking, I go hiking and then, yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of body weight stuff, squats. I also do like these leg ups when like you're laying down and you Oh, like the old school, like exercise videos with like the sweatbands and stuff like that. Exercise type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When the gym was open, I also, I don't know if you're familiar with the Smith machine. Um, No. It's, it's like the squat rack, but it's like connected to the machine. So I would bring it down and then get into like a doggy position and raise my leg like back and put okay. weights on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Like a weighted uh-huh. leg out. Yeah. Okay. And Taking mental notes. <laughs> There's the trick, everybody. <laughs> I got a trip to Hawaii coming up. I'm like <laughs> lunges, lunges too, okay. and okay, um, in- increase your calorie intake, maybe like. Add all oh, the pe- peanut butter one. you can in your smoothies and all of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't have to tell yes, me please. twice. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> tell you. me to eat cookies. This We're is just a put that on loop. Yes, yeah, that's great. Be- we all need <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> that's my favorite advice I've ever been given. Ever is yes. up your calories. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Done and done. Happy to hear it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because there there was a time period where I I did lose weight and my my butt was relatively smaller. So I have a question. So you know, is there any like harmful terminology out there that people kind of tend to use when they're talking about sex workers or the entertainment industry or adult entertainment industry. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? What kind of things should people stop saying or how do you feel about that? I, I personally don't get offended with certain names. I think, um, I, I get more offended when in the way that people talk about sex work like that, it's not a real job. Um, it can only be a side hustle or, you know, just things that would invalidate it as work. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Someone like- made a comment on my YouTube channel saying something like, oh, don't make sex work work or something like that. And I was like, but you just said it was work. Uh, that's so crazy to me that people even think that that's not work or a full-time job or can be a full-time job I didn't even know that was something that people were saying in you know (laughs) in that space CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at CarMax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So um, this is kind of touching on what I was saying before about talking about that she can't wait for like this fan gangbang and stuff like that. I mean, is there is there an element of kind of theater to the adult entertainment industry where because I'm sure <clears throat> that so many dudes' dreams is like hearing one of their favorite porn stars be like, sign up here to be able to fuck me. Like, do porn stars, do, do they actually want to do that? Or is that kind of part of growing their fan base? Um, does that make sense when I'm asking yeah. like what the difference is between actually enjoying having sex in the videos or doing things that are kind of just for show? Um, I mean, as far as performers go, I think it's subjective. We all like yeah. different things. Um, but I've learned recently that a lot of companies, um, they'll film certain things as like, um, with keeping in mind, like what's going to go viral on Pornhub because there's so much content on Pornhub already. It's like, what are people going to look at and get shocked or laugh at, or like, you know, right. Share with their friends. And so, um, as far as that goes, sometimes they'll create content for that. Um, cause I, I was talking about with that, with another girl, she also stopped working for companies and pretty much doing mostly only fans. And she was telling me that she was getting booked like way too many incest scenarios and it was weirding her out. Like she's in the MILF category. And so she would have to be like the predator, like the mom or stepmom or whatever. And it was just really weirding her out. So she stopped <laughs> Right. And when she started doing OnlyFans more, she realized like her fans didn't even ask for that. And sh so she was like, it's not because the fans want it. It's because they want that shock value. Oh, so, so it's more the platform that wants it right. than the actual mm -hmm. fans. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've talked <laughs> before about... Um, learning through, I, I used to tour with Jim Norton, who's a great comedian. And on uh, his radio show, we talked about learning about snot porn and things that are like, I would have no <laughs> idea would be somebody's kink. Um, did you ever end up having to do something like that where you were like, this is totally like not something that I would be into, but I'm doing this because I know that it's what some other people are into. I did have a shoot that I things got a little bit weird and it was actually a solo shoot so I was just like technically working with myself mm -hmm. but the guy had me just put really weird things up there <laughs> so, um <laughs> like a broom and food and stuff like that yeah and I was like, okay, whatever. I, I had flown all the way to the East Coast just to do that. So I was like, okay, I got to get it done. 
Um, and it was an all day thing. And by the end of it, I'm trying to remember what order it went. Okay. So the second to last clip that I did for him, he was trying to get me to use a speculum and I was like, I can't do it. I have a phobia. I don't even go like, I hate gynecologists (laughs) and I started crying and he was, he was just like, he panned from my face and just stayed on my vagina because I was crying and he's like, you're doing, you're doing great. You're almost done. I was like, okay. Oh my God. And then I had one more set to finish and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I, I really don't like my vagina was swollen at that point already. Oh. And that was the day that I discovered that my asshole was a lot more forgiving than my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Oh my God. Put that on a t-shirt. Did you ever feel like, you know, the crew or the person filming ever took advantage of you in the sense that maybe they were directing you to do stuff more that they were enjoying in the moment? Or do you feel like Mm. it was mostly pretty professional and it was with the, with the vision of the entire project in mind? Um, so I, I would, blame that particular instance on my agent because he had sent so many girls out uh, to him before. And when I called him and complained about it, and he told me that like, oh yeah, other girls have complained about him before. And I'm like, so why are you still sending girls out? Right. Right. So, um, I mean, his company was all about like all about that. So, you know, my agent should have known, should have warned me before at at the very least. Another way that you and I are now connected is because people know my (laughs) video about trying to masturbate with a manicure tool and then (laughs) emergency room because I was allergic to latex and I didn't realize it. So anyway, I I found out early that I would not be putting any other um, random objects in my vagina at age 17. Yeah. You really ended up in the emergency room? Yeah, I had uh, my um my crotch um had swollen shut like after I took it out. Oh, I like wow. looked at it with a mirror and everything had just like swollen shut because oh I was having an allergic reaction. So I had to yeah, I had to go down to like the emergency clinic and it was I mean it was so embarrassing because I grew yeah. up in this tiny town where like everybody knew everybody. I'd been seeing this family doctor for a really long time. And he was this very, I don't know, like kind of like a Christian man. And I had to tell him what I did. And then he, you know, like put on his miner's headlight and like poked around. I mean, it was just, those are such like formative years of your, your sexuality and your self-esteem. And I just like mortified. It was (laughs) so embarrassing. So now like the way that you have a phobia of, of what's it called again? Speculum. Speculum. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't even like, I mean, I just have to make sure that it's non latex, but it's right. still, there's something about where I'm like, oh God, like if this were to give me a reaction, it would be, oh, be very, yeah. very upsetting. Can, can oh. I just say, 
looking at you guys this whole time, I really feel like the dorky triplet right now. <laughs> I'm, <just> like, <laughs> I'm looking at you guys. And both of you look gorgeous. And I'm like, mm, what about ass play, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just getting a full glimpse of all of us right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, not insecure at all right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I would love to know what has been, have there any been, you know, tough conversations with like friends and family, either when you were first getting into this, you know, this career or when you left or has anything like that happened? My, my stepdad, um, that's a whole nother conversation. He's always been, toxic but when I was in the industry he called me and he was like I've been watching your videos and you're really good at your job oh and I was like god I'm okay. so sorry Thanks. holy shit uh, yeah um, I'm so I sorry that is something you should very ever, cringy ever, ever oh. deal with <laughs> yeah. no um, not in a million years yeah and then recently I, I saw his name pop back up on my OnlyFans and I tried to address it with my mom because for a long time I didn't tell her because I didn't want to upset her and she just made a whole bunch of excuses for him. And she had already like been making excuses for his drinking and all of that stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I need to cut you guys out of my life. <laughs> I'm so um, sorry. Seriously. It's fine. Well, it sounds like you made the right decision for yourself yeah. though. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Um, and you wow. started your own family. Exactly. I hope that you and I can meet. <laughs> at like a show sometime yeah. I think we have to take a picture together because my my followers will shit their pants They'd be so excited <laughs> for us to like actually meet and have a photo that would be very fun of course yeah I'll maybe try to get some highlights <laughs> be more blonde again yes. you get some highlights I'll get some lowlights we'll like meet yeah. in the middle I'll be there too same outfit ladies it's <laughs> <laughs> in the background <laughs> um yeah. well thank you so much for coming on here and just being yeah. an open book I've I find your life so fascinating and I think it's really cool that you do what you love for a living and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> and then I would just ask you know if mm-hmm. if anybody listening to this show right now is considering getting into you know the adult entertainment industry in some fashion do you have any like words of advice for them if they're, you know, considering that or what they should be considering? Um, definitely do research. Um, oh God, there's a lot to consider. There's still so much stigma around any kind of sex work. So just considering that in itself, even though it's something that I don't agree with, there still is. Um, I didn't have to go through like job stigma or anything like that, but I, it's something that can happen. Also, if you have kids, uh, and you're not with your partner or you're going through like custody battle, that can definitely get brought up, uh, Mm. in a custody battle as something negative or whatever. 
Um, I mean, I think that's, those are like the two like most serious things I would say to just, oh, and well, I guess this goes with any kind of, uh, public job is just to consider like stalkers and hackers and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you want to plug anything like where people can find you? You want to plug your OnlyFans, any of that? Sure. Yeah. So all of my links are on my Instagram. I have my link tree there and it's just Instagram.com slash your green guru. Um, my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash MZ Jesse. And then I also do Twitch and my Twitch channel is the same as my Instagram's just your green girl. Well, this was awesome. Thank you for talking with us. Yeah. All right, man. I'm so, it was so cool to meet mm-hmm. her finally, like over, over zoom even, but it's weird. It, it's kind of like looking in a mirror, particularly yeah. It's a little different now that her hair's darker, but back when she was doing porn, those pictures, if you Google image her and her hair was blonde, we yeah. really, really look a lot, a lot alike. You look very similar. I could have, I'm like, I could have asked her 50 more questions. I just, there's so many things that yes. I like, and yeah, she was very, very open and, and honest and candid. And I super appreciate that. She thinks she had really great advice too, yeah. um, for people, you know, considering this, this profession and yeah, it was eye-opening for yeah. sure. Yeah, Definitely. to say the least. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And uh, we do have an iTunes review of the episode. This one is from Helpless Newborn. And it says, my current binge, I am widely impressed with this podcast. I tried getting into podcasts and they became the next big thing for us to do with our time slash on our journeys into work, et cetera, and just couldn't. I gave them a chance again over this past weekend. And thank goodness I did and found a podcast I adored yours. I am familiar with Taylor's comedy from Facebook videos, and she's what caught my eye as I looked for comedy podcasts. Irritated that I had never heard of Delaney or Kelsey before. Facebook needs to up, <laughs> it needs to up its suggested videos <laughs> game, or maybe I need to search pyramid schemes and boob jobs. <laughs> So the algorithm <laughs> figures it out. Oh Rock my god! Head. So many, so many inside jokes in here. Oh yeah, God, I cannot be associated with pyramid schemes. <laughs> Just, oh, I can't handle it. I love it. Um, overall, this new binge keeps me energized and excited when I do pretty much anything in my schedule. I listen in the car on my way to and from work, and have it on my home pods when I'm doing anything at home. Ah, thank you so much, helpless newborn. Much appreciate. Yes. Um, this, much appreciate, much appreciate this, uh, this lovely, lovely review. If anybody else wants to leave one, maybe you'll get right on the show. Head over to the, the iTunes app yes, or the please. Apple podcast, whatever click you got. That, click on that fifth star. Whatever you can you also, this was a great episode to watch on our YouTube because then you can, you can see the, you can see how good I look. You, you can, can see how good Delaney looks. That's look. really the number one reason you <laughs> should go to see how good Delaney looks. <laughs> And you can see the doppelganger effect with me and Jesse. And then also my cat yeah. Mia often is on my lap. And I just, there you go. I mean, who doesn't want to just see the cutest cat ever? Precious. Maverick is not allowed to be up here usually when we're, when we're recording because he'll, he'll see somebody outside on the, at the window and he'll, he'll start barking his head off. So Maverick can't help himself. Maverick, yeah. Maverick is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you have anything 
segment wise that you'd like to plug or anything like that? I would like to plug my upcoming shows. Um, right. I am going to be at um, Helium in Philly. Philly Helpsters come out to these shows March 25th through the 27th. I hope this episode comes out before then. Um, if it's already come out, I hope that it was a great weekend of shows and I hope that you guys came out to them. Um, I will be headlining Spokane Comedy Club April 8th through the 10th, um, Tacoma Comedy Club April 15th through the 17th, and then I will be, I know we've got a lot of DC helpsters. I'm going to be um, at the DC Comedy Loft in May. So go to KelseyCook.com. Uh, all the ticket links are there, a bunch of shows coming up, and uh, all the clubs that I'm going to are doing things very, very safely. I, I feel comfortable going. It's it's being done very well, so check it out. Awesome. And then I just want to plug um, uh, Amanda Hill, who was a guest on our show talking about the 12 steps, where she really opened up about like the specific examples from her 12-step journey. Um, she just launched a new podcast called Life Not Wasted, and it's all about navigating sobriety. And she does it with her friend Molly, and it's really great. So if you're curious about that, head on over and and show them some helpster love. Exciting, exciting new project. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode and um, yeah, hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self-Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 